Welcome to the Autism and Neurodiversity Podcast. We're here to bring you helpful information from leading experts and give you effective tools and support. I'm Jason Grigla, a licensed counselor and founder of Techie for Life, a specialized mentoring program for neurodiverse young adults. And I'm Debbie Grigla, a certified life coach. And maybe most importantly, we're also parents to our own atypical young adults. Hello, I'm Jason Grigla, and today I'm going to be talking to you about time blindness, but not in the moment, but in terms of future and past. And it reminds me of a story about one of my students who just dropped out of college for the second or third time. He's smart. He wants a degree. And at the same time, once the classes get boring or hard or confusing, or he just gets sick, there's very little resilience. And so he just quits and shut down. So he did all that before we could stop him and try to make it different. And at that point, he needs to either get a job or go back to school. And he chose to get a job instead. So we said, hey, we can work with you this afternoon. But for now, since you're not in in college classes and you don't have any homework, why don't you go start looking online at job searches? And we gave him a few websites and see if you can even start filling out a few applications for a job that you'd be interested in. And then after lunch, he came in pretty excited and said, hey, I've been working really hard. I've got a few applications turned in. And we went and sat down with him and he had spent three hours filling out two and a half applications to being a firefighter and also being a police officer and half of an application for being a sheriff. And there was no awareness of where he was at in life and what it would take to become a firefighter or a policeman. Now, this young man would be considered Asperger's autism level one, very verbally competent. And so I think we assume that he is more capable and has less support needs than than he actually does. And the interesting thing was that there was, we, we started talking about all the things he would need to do to apply and be hired. And he said, well, I just figured, you know, that would come if they hired me, including getting a degree, which he didn't really want to get and having to be age 21, which he wasn't, he was still 19 and a half or 20. The disconnect between where he was at and how he imagined himself being or wanting to be was huge. It was like a canyon in between where he was at and what he wanted. And that that type of time blindness where the connection between cause and effect and creating a path to get from point A to F is really hard for neurodivergence in general, ADHD and autism specifically. And it's interesting to me that cluelessness does not actually equate to IQ. His IQ is actually really high. And by saying clueless, that's a a really, I don't know, generic term for not having awareness or savvy And this student is actually very clever in many ways, but not when it comes to creating a path forward. What a disability for somebody. That has to be really hard. One, he was highly disappointed 
that he had wasted so much time and got excited about these jobs where he imagined himself being a hero and wanting to do good things. Two, how exhausting for people who have to deal with those issues in everything else. For example, when someone doesn't see the past or the future in context of the present and where they're at and how they get there and where they came from, they don't learn from mistakes and they don't learn from lessons. And so they tend to repeat the same lessons. And without awareness, it would be easy to continue to waste a lot of time and energy and emotion on things that aren't realistic. There's also a sense of of fantasy that comes from not connecting reality, meaning not just present, but reality is also where you came from to get to where you are and reality of how do I get to where I want to go. And so I think there's a fantasy connection there for why a lot of our students check out and they're so in the moment present with video games or videos that they are currently focused on. And it becomes, as you probably well know, that tunnel vision that happens and that lack of connection to reality. And then that comes with dishonesty or disconnect or avoidance or dysfunction. And then the shame and the failure and the falling apart and the frustration in themselves. And then the frustration of caregivers trying to help them learn lessons that either they won't learn or they they have a lot of pain before they actually learn it. Now, this one student, we taught him a specific task that if you want to apply for a job right now, the first thing you do is read the requirements and see if you meet those requirements. Then he was able to do it, but not because he understood cause and effect. It was more simply because he understood that to apply to a job I have to check the boxes to make sure I'm a good fit. And it's no longer about whether I want the job, which is kind of how he saw it. In a sense, he couldn't put himself in the shoes of the people hiring at all. He couldn't put himself in a situation to understand what he would have to do to be capable of doing the job. And there's that that self-focus piece that comes with autism. And it's not narcissism or selfishness in the classical sense, but it's self-focus in the sense that they just don't see the other person's point of view or the other situation's perspective. We were able to help the young man get a job, and what he needed was a, a throwaway job, which includes just showing up to work every day and learning to stick with something to build resilience and to build self-esteem and confidence, to build teamwork skills, people skills, and to learn to love money and to get a paycheck and be able to spend it on things he's excited about spending was really important. So it worked out and now he's learning the lesson that he doesn't want to work in fast food, which is fine. It's a great lesson to learn. We all have to learn where we don't like to work so that we narrow down where we like to work. And it also gives us and him a chance to learn what he's good at and what he's not good at. Resilience is definitely going to be an issue. So I'm waiting for him to end up just quitting. But we've worked really hard to front load with, if you're going to quit the job before you quit, let's have another job lined up so that he knows he can't just quit and walk away from the job. And we've given it to him as a task that he can remember. But in the moment, if he's in his lower brain and it gets hard or he gets embarrassed or he gets in trouble, it may not matter what we said for a task. He might just react. And we're 
We're trying to get him exposure therapy, which is really important. Exposure to stress and jobs. And then once he gets used to that, he'll be able to handle more things. Time blindness isn't just that it's four o'clock and I'm supposed to go to work. Time blindness is the inability to connect the future and the past as looking back and being able to reflect. And if you if you didn't know, being capable of reflection is the one thing that sets us apart from animals. Animals can remember, but they have a hard time reflecting on, I wonder what that meant when that person was doing something. They they can be conditioned in the moment that I know I'll feel pain if I jump up on the table, but they don't reflect on, I wonder why it's wrong to jump up on the table. Why is that such a bad thing? So the inability to reflect in some ways is the disability and it makes executive functioning really hard. So have patience with them, have patience with yourself and know that it might take a while to learn the same lessons. Connect the future to the past and the present as much as you can, but also give them specific tasks that they can remember in order to do. And it will mask the fact that they might not be connecting cause and effect much at all, but they'll have a task list that helps them be successful. And that might be good enough. And eventually if they do the tasks enough, they start learning cause and effect. So it's also good practice. Thanks for joining me and we will talk to you real soon. I appreciate you listening. Thank Thanks for joining us on this episode of Autism and Neurodiversity with Jason and Debbie. If you wanna learn more about our work, Come visit us at jasondebbie.com. That's J A S O N D E B B I E.com. dot